some clips of the year on this, our final show of our broadcast season uh, on the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's bittersweet. Bittersweet. What's the bitter part? I'm lying. It's just sweet. Got a yeah. little vacay coming up. Need it, too. I'm burned out. I hate all of you. Anyway, what were you saying? Oh, my life <laughs> My life gets much more difficult the second I walk out of here. Yeah, so. I know. It does. I, can I we? It'd be all right if I work for the next two weeks? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it's the Jack Show, everybody. Uh, so an update on the whole O'Reilly thing. Uh, there is an update that may have been spurred by our interview with Bill O'Reilly yesterday, and I know we got some emails on that subject. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people reacting in various ways to our Bill O interview. Uh, thanks for airing that wet kiss to Bill O, one of them. Uh, another one saluting our fairness, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of, uh, a lot of uh, you saw it through whatever lens you carry around reaction. You can look at it half cup full, half cup empty. Well said. Well mm-hmm. for said. Here's Bobby in Portland says, thanks for having O'Reilly on the show. Good on him for fighting back. I really like Bill O'Reilly. Then there's... Uh, Michelle, it ain't over for old Bill. I didn't do anything, but I will deny, deny, deny like Roy Moore O'Reilly. From the New York Times this afternoon, two women who reached sexual harassment settlements with Bill O joined a defamation lawsuit against Mr. O'Reilly and Fox on Wednesday. That would be yesterday. Asserting that statements that he and the the network made depicted them as liars, political operatives, and extortionists. The women are out and proud. Andrea Macris, former producer on The O'Reilly Show, and Rebecca Gomez-Diamond, former host on Fox Business Networks, both of whom have reached agreements, etc., etc., have said, you're not allowed to imply we're liars, and you've been doing it. Come to court, baby. Well, that's what I wondered if it was uh, spurred by the conversation with us yesterday, where he said those women are lying, and 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 that's been his, his thing. Those and things never happened. None of them, he said. None Do we of have them. that clip? He said, specifically, they're lying. Yeah. And wow. And so they they thought, oh, yeah, OK, let's let's do this, which he might be saying, yeah, bring it. Let's get into a court and not into the world of the media and deal with it there. That that's his attitude about it. Well, I would say to Andrea, Rebecca and their attorneys, thanks for listening to the Armstrong and Getty show. I hope the truth wins out. That's what I hope. Sure, that's what you you gotta hope. Whatever no matter you love them or you hate them, I don't I don't want to see Rachel Maddow brought down by some falsehoods. But, you know, political character assassination, nor do I want to see Bill O laid low by that sort of thing. I have a feeling Bill was a bit of a big, good-looking, Irish, old-school flirt slash uh, a little aggressive. I would guess he probably crossed some lines. Well, neither would I want either of those people you mentioned, Bill O'Reilly or Rachel Maddow, to get away with doing stuff you shouldn't do because they got much better lawyers. Right. Right, or because they make a zillion dollars. Uh, old Al Franken has announced he is retiring. I lost my money if anybody taken that did? action. Yeah, January 2nd, he says. The, uh, oh. the little gal is the, uh, the what's the, she the assistant governor or the vice governor, or whatever they call it there in godless frozen wasteland of Minnesota. Um, she's going to take over on the 2nd, he says. Well, it's his choice. I don't think he has to. No, I don't think so either. He's not being pushed out the door that hard. He might. I don't know what's been said behind the scenes. You also don't know what's hanging out there that hasn't come forward yet. That that in in his mind he's thinking, okay, I hang around and I can think of a couple other instances where mm. that person's going to come forward and I got to deal with that. Yeah, I wonder if there's some staffer of some fellow Democrat senator who has something horrific to say but has been convinced to keep it quiet 
and and we'll just boot Al out for you. Either way, it could be he's over. So, Maybe he just doesn't want to do politics anymore. Yeah. He thought, you know what? I'm just I'm out. This of here. is no fun. Well, and they they always end up with a connection with some lobbying firm or some corporation that they helped out with legislation at some point the line, and they go make real money, like serious money. So that'd be pretty enticing. Yeah. When you when you leave office. Sure. I'm ready to sell out immediately as I've tried to make clear through the years I can be bought. <laughs> so hey, come on now. This is so much fun. Let's now look oh, this is we skipped from January to March. We have two from March? No, that should be January. February. March. March. Did you skip first grade, Sean? <laughs> oh, it's just mislabeled. Yeah, then. mislabeled. Yeah. All right, here's the February segment of uh, segment of the clips of the year. What's your take on social media in general? I think social media is just for losers. <gasps> Love. Is grabbing a woman by her genitals without consent, is that sexual assault? Clearly, it would be. Go ahead. Sir, can quiet, you state, can, Mr. President-elect, go ahead. can you state categorically, a question. Mr. Don't Mr. President-elect, can you give us a question? Don't be You're rude. Attacking us. Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. No, I'm not going to give you a question. I'm not going to give you a question. Can you state categorically? You are fake news. Sir. <laughs> Somebody's going to pay for it. Oh. And so... And the school that he was talking about in Wapiti, Wyoming, I think probably there, I would imagine that there's probably a gun in the school to protect from potential grizzlies. Uh, I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. Republican Senator John McCain of Arizona. Very good to have you on the show this morning, sir. Thank you. I'm sure. freezing my ass off. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're all happy. We got these fascists out of here. We shut down the event. It was great. Mission accomplished. I don't like tweeting. We need Obamacare. Trump care makes us sick. We need Obamacare. Trump care makes us sick. President Obama today held the final press conference of his presidency and ended by telling Americans good luck. Did he say it like Mission Control says it to an astronaut, like good luck? Or did he say it like you say it to your buddy who's leaving the bar with his girlfriend who's crying and carrying your shoes, like ooh, 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 good luck? <laughs> Sean Spicer, our press secretary, gave Alternative facts to that, but the point remains that facts? The, the good teams have more distracted parties. But the bad teams, listen, uh, them skeezers ain't going to be out for the bad teams. <laughs> but when the good teams come to town, every skeezer in town is hanging out at the hotel. Knock this off. And to our detractors, f*** you. <laughs> This was the first time in our nation's history that floor coverings have been used to protect the grass in the mall. That had the effect of highlighting any areas where people were not standing, while in years past, the grass eliminated this visual. And then we're riding in a car together up Pennsylvania Avenue. And I'm saying to myself, I actually said to him, this is a little weird, isn't it, huh?
fact, they said it was the biggest standing ovation since Peyton Manning had won the Super Bowl, and they said it was equal. Oh, God. Oh, God. So that goes back to the inauguration. Wow. A lot of bad chanting in February. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that seemed to be the theme. That was uh, the origin of my favorite of the band names that Mary and the Ho compiled yesterday, Potential Grizzlies. Right. Yes. I'd forgotten where that name came from. Man, I love the Clips of the Year show. But partly because I got a terrible memory. I couldn't remember any of those things happening. If you asked me, what did uh, what happened this year? I'd think, I don't know, though. Donald Trump, the guy from TV, got inaugurated. That's all I'd remember. But hearing those things, I love it. The Seth Meyers joke when your buddy's leaving the bar with his girlfriend <laughs> crying and she's carrying her shoes. Oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and we have 10 more months of that for you on the uh, the end of the year show. And I remember that at the time, the uh, Trump saying he turned to Obama as they're going down. To switch presidencies. This is weird, isn't it? And Barack Obama had me thinking, God, you think it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I did not think I was going to turn over the reins to the TV guy. We uh, we murdered Trump for uh, saying in January the whole, uh, Putin's a killer. Uh, we're not so innocent. Terrible thing to say. Terrible thing. But that whole, this is weird, isn't it? I mean, that captures the real guy oh, yeah. that connected with enough voters to get him the presidency. No doubt. He'd not, he wouldn't pretend to go through the pomp. He'd just say, this is a little weird. So, anyway, the, the yin and yang of Trump. Uh, we got more clips of the year coming up, oh, right? Oh, yeah, and we mentioned, um, mentioned Mary and the Ho compiling all the band names, album titles, book titles, our original air names through the year. Also, the miscellaneous category. Very amusing. Maybe we can touch on that a little bit in a moment or two. Cool. Well, uh, another hint at what may be one of the giant stories early 2018, and it deals with North Korea. Oof. I hope not, but... Oh, no. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Said the night wind to the little lamb. Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb. I see phlegm flying across the road. Do you see what I see? Ew! Here we go. A star, a star. Wow. Dancing in the Uh, Welcome to the last show of the year on the Armstrong and Getty Show. More clips of the year in just a few moments. Michael, fade that out if you would. I've been looking at various end-of-the-year lists, including the 50 best albums of 2017. And here is the number one, according to Fact Magazine, whatever that is. Uh, And apparently I had this pause long enough that it's decided I should watch another freaking ad. This is the best according to uh, the Artistic Merit. Uh, Certainly, yes. Not sales you're talking about. Yes, here we go. This is Async from Ryuichi Ichi Sakamoto. Worldwide, this is the best album? Oh, the best album to reach your ears. Maybe I'll skip ahead to the chorus. Two, three, four. Sing along if you know the words. This is the best album of the year. I'm sorry, this is kind of the intro. Let me skip ahead. Oh, it's different. There you go. That's uh, the best album of the year, according to Fact Magazine. The most listened to song of the year, according to the New York Times, based on uh, downloads and listens on radio and that sort of stuff, was Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Maybe we can go out with that, Michael. 
Oh. Um, there's a really interesting, you, you probably, since you record music, there's a really cool thing in the New York Times last night with the people involved in that song talking about how they put it together and wrote it in the studio and laid the various stuff. It was really interesting. I, I'm sure I've heard it. I can't, I don't know it by title. So yeah, I'd like to hear it. Um, you know, it's funny. I was reminiscing my mom and pop are in town and I was at my sister's house and we were talking about listening to the, uh, the big 89 countdown on WLS AM in Chicago. Back when I was a kid, the, they had the top 89 songs of the year. And how I recorded it every year. I wouldn't miss it. I wa- I kept, took notes and everything. And every New Year's Eve, that's what I did. And the number one song of the year was just so. And then you'd call your buddies and argue. and uh, Good times. Now it's Ryuchi Sakamoto with the greatest song of the year. He calls it async. I'd like to call it bunch of random noises that sound like a horror film. <laughs> nice. So we're ready for some more clips of the year before I hit you with the North Korea news. <laughs> What What do you want? Horror first, then fun? Or your call? Your call. I'll tease the North Korean news. All right, fabulous. Let's take another fond look back at March, the year that was. It's Koi Clips of the Year. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight is one best picture. Oh, jeez. Moonlight. Best picture. Get out of here, La La Land. I would recuse myself on anything that uh, I sh- should recuse myself on. I give myself an A+. Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Now, this is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. Good evening, Kellyanne. Does President Trump already know the answer to the question as to whether or not he was wiretapped? He may. Take a look at what's going on right now. You want to point out the weather right now? Yeah, there are farts everywhere and toots. It's crazy. Woman called 911 after spotting Eliodoro Estala urinating outside her North Austin apartment. She told police Estala then took off his clothes and tried to copulate with the fence. Officers say Estala was drunk when they arrived at the scene. Leave the napkins by the plates and put the tissues by the suit fed. What? Thousands of Americans will die here. What, what are you doing? What what is happening? I don't know. Things are stop. Turn off. Turn off. There we go. Well, it says it's supposed to be three twenty six long, and we we weren't nearly there yet. I may have left in a, a, a an extra moo that threw me off, and okay. then when it continued, and you panicked. So yeah, I panicked. What, so should we let it roll? Uh, let's see if I can pick it up in the somewhere around the middle here. Let's let's go here. One two three. No, no, no. Microwave. No. no. No, well, no, well, I don't know. Things well, are... it had gone well so far. <laughs> Abort. Abort. So, um, do you have the Orrin Hatch clip handy? Because I, th- I think it's interesting that, because Trump in there saying, I give myself an A+. plus. Obviously, he was asked something about his performance so so far or something. First week. <laughs> and and that, that that's the way he does everything. Sure. We, we've all caught on to that, right? Oh, my God, please. Best memory ever. Sure. It was the best inauguration the ever. The pen I'm signing this bill with is the inkiest pen that's ever uh, written. And sure. it's part of salesmanship somehow, and uh, it's worked for him in his life, apparently. 
But I didn't I didn't realize it translate to other people. Now Orrin Hatch is a senator from Utah and generally seen as a as a pretty even keel guy. I mean, he's not a um he's not a man of extremes. He's a senator from Utah for crying out loud. Hell he founded Utah. They he's don't, been around a while. They don't vote for people of extremes in Utah. And yesterday, after the uh, the bill got uh, passed, and we're going to have the tax thing, and they're all celebrating on the steps yesterday with the president right there. This is what Orrin Hatch said. You're one heck of a leader, and we're going to make this the greatest presidency that we've seen, not only in generations, but maybe ever. Wow. What? Wow. Holy cow. Well, setting the bar high. Yeah. That'd be a pretty crazy thing to say with anybody a year into their presidency. We're going to make George Washington the inventor of the Democratic executive look like Ulysses S. Grant. Hell, we'll make him look like Mussolini. <laughs> we'll make him look like Jerry Brown. Come on. That's a, that's a heck of a statement. That's a stupid statement. Uh, why, would you, why would you ever say it? Honey, let's go out tonight. I think... Our dinner tonight is going to be not only the best dinner we've ever had, but the best dinner any couple has ever had. <laughs> what the hell's the point of saying something like that? I don't know. Uh, I don't want to belabor this, but the the, the Telegraph in UK is that uh, that's a real that's a real newspaper, right? They can get a little nutty. Okay. Well, they say the U.S. is preparing plans to deliver a bloody nose attack against North Korea early in 2018. They say they have sources that the uh, that the White House has dramatically ramped up military plans and uh, moving assets to try to accomplish this. Well, now that last part's really important because you know they have developed plans too. Is what military planners are supposed to do. We have developed plans to attack China, guaranteed, hundred percent guaranteed. But we're not going to do it. So. On the other hand, like I said, the important part is, though, are we moving assets? We're actually, like, implementing parts of it? And whether or not that's true, I don't know. But, yeah. So mm. keep our eye on that. Mm. Indeed. Can we have a little of the uh, number one song of the year as we go to Marshall there, Michael? Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, most listened to song of the year. What do you got coming up in your news there, Marshall? Well, Trump's triumphant Twitter celebration of tax reform continues while Democrats... So he's, he's tweeting about it this morning? Oh, yes. Oh, I haven't done been checking his Twitter account. I want to hear these. He's a happy man. Democrats are continuing to throw chunks of coal at it. And American life expectancy has fallen for the second year in a row. What's wow. up with that? Coming up. On that note, Marshall... David in Fort Collins, Colorado, we already have a national show, has compiled what he believes Marshall's best junk science of 2017, <laughs> including the 13th of February when Marshall brought us how you part your hair can influence your career. <laughs> wow, that was, that was a low point even by your standards. <laughs> More of that to come, courtesy of David in Fort Collins. Who signs off, by the way, KPYHWS, keep pulling your hammy while making soup, David and Fort Collins. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. How you part your hair. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And more clips of the year as we head into January, February, March, April. Ah, April. We all remember April, don't we? Kick-ass month. I I don't. Well, you will. Okay. When we play the clips of the year. We got it ironed out there, Sean, you think? Yeah, yeah. Glitch uh, diagnosed, dealt with? Agreed. Fabulous. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm in love with the shape of when we can we let the story...
boy, some more clips of the year coming up in just a few minutes. Do you have another bad study Marshall did during the uh, the year? Well, the uh, the best junk science of the year, I prefer to characterize it, is compiled by David in Fort Collins, Colorado. On the 23rd of March, brushing your teeth can make you feel bloated, according to Marshall Phillips. <laughs> Not now, according wait, to Marshall. No, I was just going to say, you're attribu- the researchers. Yeah, you're attributing this to me. These are This is science. <laughs> Nothing gives me more joy than killing the messenger. <laughs> you can always just do stock numbers, you know. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's not stupider than that. I guarantee you, it's not stupider to talk about combing your hair a certain way and suggest something or other than to say the Dow is up two points. Right. That is completely pointless. Right. Or the government shutdown is pending. Right. You know, they spent five minutes on Brett Barry yesterday. The tax bill finally passes and the markets were down. I mean, they were down like a tenth, like a, a 40th of a percent. They're discussing the, 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 the markets. Do they not like the tax plan? Oh, my God, it was dumb. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump continuing to celebrate the passage of the GOP's hard-fought tax reform plan. Trump tweeting this morning, the massive tax cuts, which the fake news media is desperate to write badly about so as to please their Democrat bosses, will soon be kicking in and will speak for themselves. Companies are already making big payments to workers. Dems want to raise taxes. They hate these big cuts. Now, depending on the cut of your political uh, jib, a lot of Republicans think Trump's tax victory is an indication of great things to come, while Democrats, like California Representative Jackie Speer, thinks the GOP tax bill is horrible. So what we're doing here today is basically saying, wealthy Americans, big fat Christmas present for you. Tiny Tim, we're taking your crutch away from you. And all the other kids in this country. Wow. And we're putting a lump of coal into your Christmas stocking. She also Barbaric. had a, a piece of coal in her hand. Yeah, that's right. Really drive the oh. point home. Oh, coal! She's oh, holding, no. holding a piece of, I believe, bituminous, or was it anthracite coal, uh, in her hand to make the point. Um, that's right. Coal, the mineral people burn. Yeah, I know coal. So the question God, is, politics has gotten so stupid. Companies are going to get to have a bunch more money. Do they just keep it, put it in the bank, give it to shareholders, invest, hire more people, give raises? What are they going to do with it? That's that's the big argument. And I heard one Democrat yesterday, which I appreciate. I wish more people felt this way in government in general. Right. He said, I don't think that companies are going to spend it the way Donald Trump thinks, but I hope I'm wrong. I wish more people would look at it that way. I hope the economy roars, not for any political reason whatsoever. Right. It would be awesome for everybody if the economy took off roaring. Well, and you know what's funny? The the pretense of the entire argument about, I don't think companies are going to do what I want them to do with the money, is the presumption that it's the government's money. And that if we let you keep a little more of it, you better do what we want you to do with it. As opposed to it being our money. I just wanted to point out that already, though, some businesses are opening up their wallets. AT&T is going to pay its 200,000 U.S. employees $1,000 each as a bonus and increase their capital spending by a billion dollars. They announced that. That's a big deal. And Wells Fargo and uh, Fifth Third, those are two banks, also said they're going to boost their minimum wage for employees to $15 an hour after Trump signs the bill into law. Interesting. It's also probably worth pointing out corporations don't pay taxes. Corporate taxes are, are a, a, a canard. It's a sham. It's a it's a like shadow theater. 
your customers pay the taxes yeah. in the form of yeah. higher prices, or your employees in the form of lower wages, lower benefits. Right. Or you constrict your business. The idea that corporate corporations just say, well, we're just not going to make profit is just crazy. Now, Defense Secretary Jim Mattis is visiting the troops at Guantanamo Bay today. It's the first troop there by a Pentagon chief since 2002. The trip is coming amidst some uncertainty over the Trump administration's policy on continued use of the prison. Mattis apparently arrived last night. He is there to offer Christmas greetings to the troops. He's not going to be touring the detention facilities or discuss detainee policy options. At least that's what the White House is putting out. But he is there to uh, meet with the troops. And it turns out, according to our government researchers, life expectancy in the U.S. fell for the second year in a row in 2016, and they say it's clear the epidemic of drug overdoses is at least in part to blame. Wow. Overall life expectancy for a baby born in 2016 fell to 78.6 years. That's a small decline of a tenth of a percent, according to the National Center for Health Statistics. But at the same time, drug overdose deaths rose by 21%. And this, they say, is the first time life expectancy in the U.S. has gone down two years in a row since 1962 and 63. You know, I understand the science, and it's interesting, it's Mm -hmm. significant, but a baby born in 2016 is unlikely to be an opioid addict anytime soon, or perhaps at all, depending on, you know, we ought to have a good 16, 18 years to get hold of this thing, so, eh. I'm more interested in, you Would know, you if rather you're be 30, for, what's your life expectancy? Well, the idea that, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And and it's one of those things that why statistically that's interesting, right. and the opioid thing is terrible. It's almost impossible that I can picture how it's going to have an effect on me. Right. I'm, I'm not going to die right. earlier because of this. Right, so. right. But do you know the way they, they, uh, they discovered? 63,600 people died of of drug overdoses in 2016. That's incredible. 63,000 people. Wow. That's like double the car crashes. Yes. Yep. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. I'm looking forward to more clips of the year. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. So far, it's been fantastic. Yeah, it's amusing. It reminds you of all the crazy stuff that happened this year. Specialist Brooke Frisk. Let's leave plenty of time. And, uh, what is this? It's a good song from Josh Groban, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know, I was uh, of a fairly advanced age before I was told... Wait a minute. Oh, this is the intro that the rarely heard uh, intro. That This song is so wistful and sad. It's uh, written for troops in WW2 who would be home for Christmas only in their dreams. Oh. I didn't know that either. Now you do. So, so thanks for telling me that this happy song about Christmas is a sad song I should be depressed about. You know, it's happy because it speaks of love and longing and how much togetherness means, but from the perspective of someone who will have none. So Josh Groban's a little uh, woolly-headed dude that wears the scarf around his neck all the time. Mm. That's Josh Groban? Yeah. Not exactly a kickboxer, if you, if you <laughs> follow my meaning. <laughs> Some more clips of the year coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Arby's is giving away hoodies and sweatpants that are covered in photos of meat that they are calling meat sweats. 
Incidentally, meat sweats is how President Trump introduces Marco Rubio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, meat sweats. Oh, mm. I saw the topic. I was hoping for a better joke. Mm. I've had the meat sweats before. Oh, boy. It's yeah. unpleasant. It happens. Yeah. So Joe came up with the brilliant idea of oh, somebody no. going out to get oh, some donuts yes. or cinnamon rolls or something. Nothing no. says holiday like empty calories. God, no. Why did I say anything? But the mall doesn't open until 9, so a that's fool. all. A that's fool. out. That's so, where the Cinnabon is. We got to, we can go to a donut shop, but there's not one really close by. Wow. Well, I don't know. I'm liking the idea. There's yeah. something really ill-advised. Oh, God, no. Why did I say anything? <laughs> so Because it's Christmas! Uh, coming up, a uh, reporter from the WAPO talking about the prospects of impeachment in the new year. Are you kidding me? But this guy, he's, he's got a really intriguing point of view. So we'll talk to him after the news. Right now, though, let's continue. Oh, we're picking up where the, the computer glitched. We have uh, the end of March. Then we'll go into April of the clips of the year. Are you using your device or is your device using you? Microwaves that turn into cameras, etc. I, I think there's pretty sound evidence that has been that the microwave is is not a sound way of surveilling someone. Chris, a non-inspector gadget. Paul Manafort made love to Vladimir Putin one moonlit night. I am ready to, uh, you know, come out of the woods. The Earth is flat. Shaq, what are you talking about? The Earth is flat. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Have you looked outside of Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? So you mean to tell me that China is under us? Thank you very much for, for, for this, for giving me this. And I appreciate my fans also. My wife and my girlfriend. Yeah, I mean my wife. Yeah, sorry to say. I'm so, I'm so sorry, my wife. Lizzo, I love you so much. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Hey, Jonathan, somebody's asking a question. It's not your press briefing. Julie's asking a question. Please calm down. Julie. Kim Jong-un, this crazy fat kid that's running uh, North Korea. I think the losers are Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. So I think we're going to have some very good relationships. Right, Chuck? I see Chuck. Hello, Chuck. Love you, robot. Indeed. A symbol of our times. The little girl who spotted a, spotted a water heater on someone's curb for a junk pickup day <laughs> oh, thought it was right. a robot. Right. Yeah. And that's I, my favorite clip of the year. It's so adorable. I love I you, robot. And I appreciate March reminding me of why I enjoyed Sean Spicer so much. Why he was so great. Well, let's move on to April now, huh? Oh, wow. Some more clips of the year. So far, we don't know what has caused all of America's hot extras to take to the streets. But I'm guessing it's a protest for Attractive Lives Matter. I leaked nothing to nobody. Speaking of my wife, Karen, she's really sorry she couldn't be with us today. She, uh, she already had dinner plans. All kidding aside. (laughs) The world is a mess. You have your food. Excuse me, I have a right to be here. This is a place where you eat, not where you make out of food. He just told told you. We are 
waiting for you to finish up, so we're chatting. You're a heinous person. You're a prostitute. I'm not getting paid. They, if I look, look, well, okay, if you, if you believe you know more than I do about it, then, then you go right ahead. When did you tell well, listen, but I'll tell you. Before dessert? The summer nuclear war may break out at any moment. Just in the past two weeks, the world witnessed the strength and resolve of our new president in actions taken in Syria and Afghanistan. North Korea would do well not to test his resolve. Well, I also have, I have a little conflict of interest because I have a major, major building in Istanbul. And it's a tremendously successful job. It's called Trump Towers. Two towers instead of one. Not the usual one, it's two. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. You do that to me and I'll knock hey, you flat. You stay out of hey, hey, come on. Beeves. 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 The Nazis. Beeves. So it was in April that we learned that the plural of beef is beeves. <laughs> yes. Beeves. Beeves. A great beeves. moment in our show. Yes. Uh, got well, that's what we try to do. We try to bring you insight. There's, information. A lot, there's a lot of stuff in there. That clip of Trump saying the world's a mess is yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, the Syria-Afghanistan thing reminded me. I saw a uh, regular Trump critic, Jeff Goldberg of The Atlantic, say, you know, in any nor- or normal circumstances outside of his personality, you would look at Trump's year and say he's been very successful. The the tax thing, which is huge for the Republican Party, and ISIS, which was a, oh, a huge priority, mm-hmm. is almost, you could declare them defeated. Yeah. Now, it started under Obama. Trump doesn't get all the credit, but certainly continued it and and put the you know period on it mm-hmm. it was a that was a what are we going to do about these just a couple of years ago what are we going to do about this menace now I, they're gone i would agree and i think if the mainstream media was going to be honest they'd say that the prospects for a great economic year in 2018 are are fantastic yeah we God already have great tailwind uh corporate america is loving the tax cuts they'll, they'll hire they they'll invest not all of it of course not but you got to wait and see. My God, if if Trump was a Democrat, the, the 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 newspapers would be embarrassing themselves with positive news. Yeah, we got this text my because you heard about AT and T and Marshall's News giving out bonuses and uh, and raises and stuff like that based on the tax cut. Husband works at Tesla. They just gave everyone an across the board dollar an hour raise because of this. Oh. Um, I don't know how many people that adds up to with AT and T and Tesla and Wells Fargo, but that's a lot of people that might vote Trump because they're making more money now. If they connect the two, if they connect the Trump tax plan with their raise, and I don't know if they will or not, but sure, all things being equal, there's a hell of a lot that's going to happen between now and 2020. But we shall oh, yeah. see. Oh yeah, yeah. So some of the miscellaneous uh, words, phrases, etc. that we used on the show last year is compiled by Mary in the Ho, Cane Juice. That's my MMA name when I fought Kimbo Slice. Cane Juice was my name to punch. Uh, the opening line to Vince's memoir, The Roof of My Walmart Was Leaking. Oh. You can't, I fumbled it. I fumbled the opening line. To That's his, a good one. It's though. his Call Me Queequeg or Call Me Ishmael, and I, I blew it. Um, let's see. The Roof of My Walmart Was Leaking. That's mm. pretty good. Eat Up by Bees was my indie film that's getting a lot of buzz, no pun intended. <laughs> Sean's fake name when checking into hotels, Bok Bok McGee. Yep. <laughs> Where did that come from? Oh, no, that was from uh, when Vincent was, uh, 
he filmed a chicken in his backyard or something. He was trying to talk to the chicken, and he said, Bok Bok McGee. Oh, I see. So that's your fake name. Whenever I whip up Chinese food, I call it General Tzio's Walk This Way. Uh, Sean's nickname is General Revenue Private Dancer. And finally, my perfume line, Whiff of Fascism. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and there's a lot more where that came from. More clips of the year. Plus... WAPO reporter on Are the Dems gearing up for impeachment next year? Oh, that'd be an exciting news story to cover also. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.